Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented, and let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. Here we go! It is an alien tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. On a Wednesday, good morning to you. A Women of Wagertainment Wednesday coming up in this hour. Time to look ahead to the Fall Classic with the Rangers and Diamondbacks getting ready for the World Series. In just 20 minutes, we will celebrate one of the women that we always celebrate on this Wednesday. That is Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle. We will get her favorite plays. And of course, we've got some plays of our own. Find out what they are when we give out our best bets at 845. So we have a lot to talk about in this segment. Chelsea, I did want to mention before I forget that you had said in the last hour that if you look at any sort of Taylor Swift video on TikTok, that immediately your algorithm starts changing and you get all those videos. The same thing has happened to me in a different respect. So I don't know if you are aware of the story of the Von Eric wrestling family. You will see this trailer come out. There's a movie coming out in... I don't know. In a couple months, it's called The Iron Claw. And Zach Efron is in it. Jeremy Allen White from The Bear is in it. And I did this story 20 years ago. And Zach Efron plays the lead character, Kevin Von Erich. He is the lone remaining brother of this Von Erich wrestling family. And if you grew up in Texas like I did, these guys were absolute megastars. So I'm fascinated by this story because 20 years ago, before email was a thing, I wrote Kevin Von Erich, and it is a wonderful story. It is also an incredibly tragic and awful story. And I wrote Kevin Von Erich, and I said, I want to come do this story. It's an incredible story. I grew up watching you, but I want to know the ins and outs, and I want to tell this story the right way. And Kevin eventually wrote me back and said, here's my number. Let's do it. And I spent two days with Kevin on his ranch learning things that were very difficult to hear, but which did happen and which will be explained in this movie. And Zach Efron is playing Kevin Von Erich. So one of the things that is part of this movie is Zach Efron had to get really in, in fantastic shape, hit the weight room because he needs to look like a wrestler. So now I've been researching this movie, but now 
every algorithm, everything I see in my feed is get in the gym, get ripped, six pack abs, eat your protein shakes. I'm like, listen, I'm trying to research this movie. I appreciate the fact you had to bulk up for this movie, but I'm not researching like how to get shredded in the gym. So now I got to get my algorithm off of that. Ooh, so TikTok thinks that you're a gym bro now. Is that what it is? Yes, it does. That's the worst. Like you can't even watch a video for more than three seconds without TikTok being like, ooh, this is what you want now. No, it's not. I watched one video about Taylor Swift. I do not need to see every single thing that she has ever done. I think this is the worst thing about like the algorithm and like cookies. It's like, if you look at one thing online, like say I bought like some chairs for our living room. Now it won't stop showing me chairs. And I'm like, I have already bought the (laughs) chairs. I don't need any more. Please stop showing me these. So yes, AI (laughs) can be great. Sometimes it'll show ads and I'm like, huh, you really hit it there, algorithm. I do like that (laughs) and I will click on it. But other times it's a swing and a miss. Oh, I'm glad you said swing and a miss because that's the perfect transition into the World Series, Chelsea. Diamondbacks and the Rangers game one Friday, 8.03 in Arlington. The Rangers minus 165. The D-backs are plus 135. Total set at eight and hook. Your projected pitchers, Zach Gallon going for Arizona, John Montgomery going for Texas. The odds of this matchup before the season started, 1,750 to one. All the glamour teams are gone. No Dodgers, no Braves, no Astros. It is the third wild card meeting in World Series history. How excited are you for Diamondbacks Rangers? Forget about what baseball wants. What do you want to see? Are you excited about this? I am excited. I think it's going to be a great matchup because it's kind of two contrasting styles. The Diamondbacks have made their living by getting on base recording timely hits and stealing bases an incredibly quick team uh, that can kind of chip away at you. And also the pitching has been way better than we kind of expected going in. Then you look at the Rangers who hit home runs like a mile, like that one that Corey Seager hit in game seven of the ALCS. I'm like, Oh my God, the power behind that. We haven't even talked about a Dallas Garcia yet. So I think it's going to be an interesting matchup just because it is a little different between these two teams. And I think a lot of people will probably be rooting for the Diamondbacks because if you don't have a dog in the fight, don't you root for the underdog? Like, or maybe just like a player that you like? Like, I'm trying to figure out who I'm rooting for. Just like, you know, odds aside, which team am I rooting for? Because, you know, if the Astros were making their yearly trip to the World Series, I would just root Mm -hmm. for whoever's playing the Astros because I don't want the Astros to win. Uh, But this year it is a little harder. I don't think I know which side I want to win yet. I'm cheering for the Rangers because I'm from Texas. I grew up going to Rangers games, and my stepdad's a major Texas fan. I have a lot of friends. My friend Justin, huge Rangers fan. My friend Ha, huge Rangers fans, all rooting for the Astros. So I'll cheer for the Rangers just for the hell of it. But I I just want to see a great series. If you look at the series price, World Series winner prices of that MGM, the Rangers are minus 175. The D-backs plus 145, and, and that price makes sense to me. But I do think it is a – is such a contrast in styles where the Rangers can mm-hmm. clearly just outslug you, where the Diamondbacks, I feel like, do have the pitching to match, but they're gonna they're gonna have to manufacture runs more so than Texas. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I don't know if they can keep up if those bats are really popping off 
And also, in mm -hmm. the first two games of the series, the Rangers have really had the edge when it comes to their top two starters. Nathan Avaldi's been great, and Jordan Montgomery has been fantastic as well. So we could see the Diamondbacks looking at a two or an 0-2 hole, but it's something that they've proven that they're comfortable with. Even if they go yeah. down early in the World Series, I don't think this is going to be a team that's going to be rattled because look at all these huge teams, huge name teams that they have taken down on the road. Winning a Game 7 yeah. in Philly with that crowd going nuts that is something to be proud of for the Diamondbacks. So if anybody is battle-tested for this experience, whether it's home, whether it's road, whether it's against, you know, the, the greatest lineup of all time, it looks like the Diamondbacks will not shy away from the spotlight here. They certainly won't. And if they can win in Philly, they can win in anywhere. If they won't be overcome mm -hmm. by the moment here, especially these young guys or a young guy like Brandon Fott. I know we've talked about him a lot, but you never know how a young pitcher is going to respond in a huge spot, and he has responded. If you can respond as a team being down like that in that environment, then you're going to be fine in Arlington. Not to take anything away from the Rangers' home park, but Philly is, is a different animal in that respect. Oh, for sure. But I do think it was important for the Dimebacks to kind of jump uh, jump in the lead early in that game. Mm -hmm. It kind of sucked the wind out of Philly's fans when they realized, oh, well, the Dimebacks aren't just going to hand us this win, are they? Because it did kind of feel like that. There was a little bit yeah. of a cockiness, it felt like, for Philly, because everybody's like, well, they're not going to lose at home, are they? Uh, yeah, it can happen, and it did happen. So I don't think that we have that feeling about this Rangers team going against the Dimebacks because – you know, the Rangers are a team that's been very much counted out uh, throughout the season. When uh, Jacob DeGrom went down, when Max Scherzer went down, this was a team that not a lot of people believed in just because they didn't look like they had the pitching depth. But here they are now. I don't feel like the Rangers are going to look at the Diamondbacks and say, oh, well, it's just the Diamondbacks. Doesn't it feel like kind of a different dynamic there? Yeah. No, it, it does. And I think finally, and I've been guilty of this. I have to admit that I've been one of those betters who it's not that I haven't taken the Diamondbacks seriously because clearly they have talent. There's no question about that. It's that I just, I guess I just didn't believe in them, honestly. I didn't believe they had what it takes to get this far. Here they are. Matt just put this in the chat. The Diamondbacks have the best record, including the postseason at home in the last two months. I don't know if some of this has to do with them playing out West and maybe we don't pay attention to them, but I also think there's something to the, to the effect too, Chelsea, when you talk about the other teams in the, in the national league, then there are just other teams that we automatically give more attention to. Maybe it's the Dodgers, maybe it's the Braves, whoever it is. So when you're the diamondbacks, they're that team that, that has kind of snuck up on us. Well, also because a lot of their best players are young guys. Like look at Corbin yeah. Carroll. Uh, the season that he's had and he's not the household name just yet like I guess he is now that people are starting to see but it's just because he's young and he just hasn't been in the big leagues that long compared mm -hmm. to guys like Mookie Betts or Freddie Freeman Matt Olson or Ronald Acuna Jr but we can we've seen it he can be a game changer to this lineup not only is he good at getting on base He's good at stealing bases, and that changes the game and the game plan so much 
when you have a guy on second base as opposed to on first because it takes away the double play. And also your pitcher is kind of looking over his shoulder, kind of wondering. And I think that is when we saw this season and the new rules, the Diamondbacks were a team that everybody pointed at and said, hey, these new rules are going to benefit this team. And we've seen it, right? We've seen them ride it all the way to the World Series. So I think that they'll continue to do it in the World Series, you know, stealing those bags and uh, playing that gritty style, uh, style of baseball to where maybe they're not hitting the home runs, but still a team mm-hmm. that can hit for average. And this is where I think they had the upper hand on the Phillies is they're a team that hits better for average. Their offense is more repeatable than the Phillies, who are very much feast or famine. They're striking out nine times a game or however much, or they're hitting home runs. Like It's just not a team Mm -hmm. that's really hit for average, with the exception of like a few players, like Trey Turner. So uh, we'll see. At least the Diamondbacks, I feel like, have a repeatable style of offense that should show up, at least in some regard, for every one of these World Series games. Yeah, they're grinders. They're plucky. Yeah, moxie. You're going to hear all those adjectives here over the next couple days describing the Diamondbacks. And you know what? They're not wrong. Now, we do need to address this because this is starting to go around Twitter right now. And the Diamondbacks social media team is having a field day with this. Before Game 7, Mad Dog Russo, you're familiar with the sports landscape. You know him, legendary radio host. He said this before last night's Game 7 in Philly. Uh, to make a long story short, I've been wrong in Arizona from day one. I, I, a, I'm stunned to beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. Uh, I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. floored. And I'll say this right now. Just uh, I'll say this right now. And Bob Raceman, write it down. If they win the next two days, they win the next two games. And win this series in seven games. If they win, I will. I will retire on the spot. Huh. Well, well, now the Diamondbacks have responded to him on Twitter. Did this after last night's game. So when should we block our calendar for your retirement party? Do you think he's actually Ooh. going to retire? He should. He made a promise. It's time to hang him up, buddy. He's got to do something. Like, of course, he's probably not going to retire, but maybe he has to wear a Diamondbacks uniform for, like, the next month, every single day on the show. And there's a valuable lesson in here. As betters, I think you need to be self-aware enough to know if you've been wrong on a team multiple times throughout the postseason, maybe it's time to sit back and say, hey, maybe I won't, like, you know, maybe I won't play him on the money line, but at least I'm not going to go against him because Jinx, didn't we learn our lesson? We learned our lesson betting on the Phillies yes. money line and we stopped it. We changed, we evolved and we stopped doing it. Game seven of the, the uh, NLCS. So this is the only thing you can do as a better. If you don't have a good handle on a team and you've underestimated it, made it them the entire time, just know that maybe you should Stop betting against that team. The only way I'm going to respect Mad Dog Russo from now on is if he actually retires. He needs to retire. I would have the ultimate respect if he was like, well, I said I was going to do it, so this is it. This is my last day on air. A promise is a promise. People make promises all the time. They don't keep those promises. Well, guess what? I promised I would walk away. 
I've had a fulfilling career. I'm a legend in the craft, in the media. I didn't think this is how it was going to go, but I guess this is how I'm going to go out. So congratulations to the Diamondbacks. Thanks for all of you guys for listening to me over all these years, but I'm done. You'll never hear from me again, and I'd walk away. But you know he's going to appear on ESPN today and have some sort of statement or whatever, and they'll laugh, and it'll be over. Yeah, they'll definitely poke fun at this, and they love it because it's great for ratings. He has, like, four jobs, though. Like, he's not retiring. He probably has too many contracts. Isn't he on ESPN, MLB Network, Sirius XM? Like, all of those places aren't just like, huh, well, guess you got to retire. No, he has a contract. Well, you can always walk away from a contract if you want to retire. But you know he's not going to do that. They're just going to milk this thing dry for the next couple days. Coming up next year on the show. Who does Kate Constable like in the NFL this weekend? And when will she start betting on the NBA? We're going to hound her about that. The host of The Better Angle is next on The Daily Tip from BetQL. It is presented by BetMGM. Stay with her. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Welcome back to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. With Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. It is The Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Hope you're having a great Wednesday morning. Coming up shortly, we'll bring in the reinforcements to help us make our plays this week when we talk with Kate Constable, host of BetQL's The Better Angle. Chelsea, I made such a dumb mistake yesterday. So I, I got to get some new clothes. I need to refresh my wardrobe. Nothing crazy, but I just need to go and just buy a few more things. So I'm thinking this. I'm having this thought like, all right, I'll put some stuff in a shopping cart. I'll get the lovely Catherine to look at it, see if I'm on the right track. But as I'm thinking this, I'm doing some laundry around the house, and I have like one, like, ah, cashmere sweater like the nicest sweater i have and i think i wore it over the weekend when Catherine and i went to dinner and i accidentally put it in the washing machine and then dried it so yesterday i'm thinking oh okay well at least i have a couple nice things i open up the dryer i pull this thing out it looks like a halter top it's ruined totally ruined i mean i try i tried it on and i mean it looked like a cheerleader uniform it went like halfway down my chest totally ruined totally screwed it up there's no way to salvage it trust me i tried i'm stretching that thing i'm spraying no this thing is gonzo so that was such a but was the nicest sweater i have and i just accidentally put it in the hamper instead of taking it to the cleaner so yeah i guess that there's nothing worse than ruining your own piece of clothing and having to throw it away that's what i had to do yesterday that's why you don't buy clothes that need special attention. Like, no, there's no room for divas in my closet. If you are not machine washable, you don't deserve a spot in my closet. Because, like, what am I going to do? Go to the dry cleaners? What am I, like a corporate accountant? No. I'm not going to the dry cleaners. Do you go to the dry cleaners a lot? I don't go there. I just have – I use I, – I don't go there, but they have a delivery service since it's in the city, right? So you just put everything in a – in a bag and then you set it downstairs and then you just go online and you say, okay, I just need a pickup. So they come by, they pick it up and they have my credit card on file. They clean everything. 
I don't get all my clothes clean, but like nicer shirts and stuff I do. So then they bring it back, drop it off at your door and you're good to go. But like how many times a week are you wearing stuff that needs to be dry cleaned? Like are most of your mm. shirts like your button down dry clean only? Yes. Well, they're not dry clean only, oh. but then that would require also like washing and then like ironing. And I don't want to do all that. And it's not, it's not like once every couple of weeks, I would say like once a month. So it's not terrible. I think I have drawn a line in the sand. If something doesn't have stretch material, I'm not wearing it. So like, <laughs> I think most stuff that's like <laughs> stretch material, you don't have to get dry cleaned. So that's where I'm at right now. I think that it's wonderful okay. that like athleisure has become a thing. And I, for yeah. one, will only wear stretchy type of clothes. Oh, uh, maybe I should go down that road so I don't ruin my own clothing. All right. Let's fire up the sound now and get going on this Women of Wager Team at Wednesday. Hit it, Double D. Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable. With her favorite picks for today. It's Clark. She fires and goes! It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East, also on Twitter and TikTok as well. It is Kate Constable. Good morning, Kate. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. And let me ask you this. What am I am I being too snooty by getting my dry cleaning done? Or does Chelsea have it right? with her stretched only clothing, or is there a middle ground here? Someone break the tie. Okay, so there is a little bit of a middle ground. I'm totally on board with Chelsea and the stretchy clothing. That's basically yeah. all that I wear. But in the summer, you know, I do have a couple nice dresses that I'll wear out to dinner or something that do say dry clean only. So I'm with you, Jenks. I have a dry cleaner in the basement, or not the basement, but you know, the the lobby level of the apartment complex yeah. that I live in. So I just drop it off there. They do the dry cleaning, pick it up. It's easy. If I actually had to like take it, drive somewhere, take it to the dry oh, cleaner, God. I probably wouldn't do it. But the convenience of having it in the building, you know, that makes it easier. My mom also like in like was kind of a drill sergeant back in the day of like, look at the tags before you wash everything. Make sure you're not washing dry, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 all that jazz. So I do do some dry cleaning, but for the most part, Chelsea, stretchy stuff, athleisure, whatever you can wear that has a little, you know, a little give to it. That's pretty <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't even separate like the white clothes from like the colors. I feel like that was a lie oh. told to us by my mom. Like I've done it multiple times and nothing's happened yet. So I'm going to keep doing it because I live life on the edge. All right, so let's get to some of your plays. <laughs> Looks like you got uh, one in college football. So we'll start out West, Washington and Stanford. We know Washington has high hopes for this season. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But who do you like uh, in this matchup? Yeah, this is a massive spread, 26 and a half points in favor Oof. of the Huskies against Stanford. But I am going to lay the points with Washington. Uh, Washington survived a massive scare last week, beating Arizona State by eight when it was a 28-point favorite in that game. Michael Penix Jr., zero touchdowns for the first time this season, two interceptions. He's no longer the Heisman favorite. J.J. McCarthy has passed Michael Penix Jr. in the Heisman race. So I think this is a massive wake-up call for the Huskies. Uh, That's going to give Stanford a ton of trouble. The Cardinals have lost to UCLA 42-7 or lost to Oregon 42-6. Now, when Washington plays like they're capable of, they're better than both of those teams. Stanford's defense also giving up the 10th most yards per game in the country. And the Huskies offense is averaging the third most yards per game. So a massive difference there. I think Washington's just going to be in complete control of this game. They're not going to be afraid to run up the score after the dud that they laid last week. So I know it's a big number. It's a little scary, but uh, I can't look any other way than land the 26 and a half with Washington in this one. Let's move to Chiefs Broncos, and I believe right now, at least, the Chiefs are laying eight points in the Mile High City. What's going to be the play here? Yeah, I'm going to take a first quarter play in this one. I like the Chiefs first quarter minus two and a half. You're getting them under a field goal. These two teams just played two weeks ago. The Chiefs won, but it really wasn't pretty. Kansas City was just 4-13 on third down. They really struggled kind of in short yarded situations. And the Chiefs also failed to turn red zone trips into touchdowns. So Patrick Mahomes said after that game that it was really the defense that won them the game. I think Mahomes kind of takes it upon himself to make sure that the offense comes a little bit more prepared, has more of a positive impact. So I like the Chiefs to jump on the Broncos early and try and make a statement. So again, under a field goal in the first quarter, I'm going to take the Chiefs minus two and a half here. All right, so let's move on to the NBA, which already makes me nervous. We have a (laughs) very small sample size as we have only had two games this season. So I commend you for at least trying to bet on some of these games. But I did look at this one because I do think it's an interesting matchup. The Thunder, who have all kinds of high expectations for this young squad entering the season, are squaring off with the Bulls. But it is a home game for a Bulls team that still has a lot of talent. What's your read here on a game that has a pretty tight spread? 
Yeah, I'm going to have to go against my Chicago Bulls in this one. Even though they're at home, I think, like you said, Chelsea, a lot of high hopes for the Thunder this year. They're going to be a really fun team to watch. So I'm going to take the one and a half with the Thunder. I mean, I couldn't fault anyone who wants to just play the Thunder on the money line. Young, budding superstars. Again, you have Shea Gilders-Alexander returning. He's the team's leader. Chet Holmgren is in his first full healthy season. He's going to make an immediate impact. Josh Giddy is someone that teams are going to have to look out for. Both of these teams, their rosters, with the exception of Holmgren uh, being on the floor this year, are relatively similar to last year. So you can kind of look back a little bit uh, at last year's games between these two. Thunder won both of them. And what I really you know, look towards in both of those games is that OKC dominated in the paint. They outscored the Bulls 132 to 90 uh, across those two games combined in the paint. I think we see a similar story there, especially with Holmgren in the fold this year. Just a lot of really fun, high expectations for this Thunder team. And the Bulls, I mean, they, they need to start the season really well and win a ton of games. Otherwise, they could be um, kind of blowing this thing up early on I just uh, I really like the thunder in this spot tonight it is hard when you don't really have a big sample size or any sample size and you know you can't totally look back at last year's games because things have changed but in this one I'm going to take the points with the thunder talking with Kate Constable she is host of the better angle each Saturday from four to seven in the east on the BetQL network and we're talking NBA I was going to give you a hard time winning an event on the NBA and you're already in it so I love this Kate you've <laughs> also got Pelicans at the Grizz tonight what is the play here yeah Jenks I only had one play yesterday I had the over in the Nuggets and Lakers that lost so already 0-1 on the season I am taking things very slow even though I do have two plays tonight but those are going to be my only two plays I have to start the season a little conservative even though I'm very excited for it but in this one I'm also going to take the points with the road team this is a brand new roster for the Memphis Grizzlies well at least early on in the season I should say no John Morant no Tyus Jones, he was traded. No Dylan Brooks, he was traded. No Steven Adams, he's out all season with an injury. Yes, you bring in Marcus Smart, he'll make an immediate impact. But in this specific matchup with the Pelicans, I think the Grizzlies are really going to struggle inside, containing both Jonas Valanciunas and Zion. I mean, those two are going to garner a lot of attention, especially when you have Xavier Tillman, who's starting at center and is going to have to defend Valanciunas. So if, if you know... Those two garner a lot of attention. They, they bring in some of the help defenders. That leaves C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram out on the perimeter. Those two can do a ton of damage. So really based on the personnel issues that Memphis is dealing with right now, I'm not sure they can slow down New Orleans. So I'm going to take the Pels on the road uh, with the points. But again, if you want to take them on the money line, couldn't fault you there. Okay, so if you were talking to somebody who's betting on the NBA tonight, what are the potential landmines that people need to look out for when betting on early season NBA games? Ooh, that's a good question, Chelsea. I mean, off season expectations in terms of the, the, the teams that have been talked about a ton, you know, uh, what's it called? Recency bias. Teams that have mm -hmm. been in the media a ton. Those are teams that a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, everyone's talking about them. They're top of mind. They're going to be really great this year. Well, you know, teams oftentimes start off kind of slow and, and have to ease into things. So those situations where teams have been, you know, top of mind and, and in the headlines, maybe pr proceed with caution on those. And then also team whose whose rosters are fully overhauled. You know, you have a, a, a mm -hmm. kind of a new roster for the Rockets. And do I really want to bet on the Rockets anyway? No, I don't think so. Um, but teams like that that have, have a lot of new players. Also, you know, like, 
Victor Wembanyama. People are going to want to bet on him, but wait to see a couple games how he looks and and kind of where you can go with his props after his first real NBA games. I mean, he hasn't played in a real game yet. So some of those things that are more headliney, proceed with caution on some of those. Hey, before we let you go, I have a quick question, which is not really betting related, but I know you're a Bears fan and Bajan mm-hmm. Orange, Tyson Bajan is all the rage in the Windy City. So where do you, st- I know it's been one week and Justin Fields is supposed to be the guy. So is this a huge overreaction for people calling for this kid from Shepherd University or is there something to it? Yeah, Jenks, his last two games that Tyson Bajan has played, he lost to a Division II college football team, and then he beat the Las Vegas Raiders. So things are looking <laughs> up for Tyson Bajan, which is just pretty crazy, right? <laughs> like, doesn't get much better yeah. for that kid. Uh, I mean, it's an, it's exciting for him, good for him. Maybe he turns out to be Chicago's Brock Purdy, who knows? I don't think that's going to be the case, but without Justin Fields in, like, who else are you going to play? Nathan Peterman? No. What are you going to get out of that? You might as well play Bajan, yeah. see what he can do. Maybe he surprises people. Uh, eight and a half, getting eight and a half against the Chargers this weekend. That's a lot for a Chargers team that's really underperformed this weekend. So I haven't bet anything in this yet. I'm not sure I'm going to get there. But if I had to look at this, uh, I would take the points with Bajan and the Bears this weekend because people are kind of excited about him around here. Yeah, Bears fans deserve something to be excited about. And I'm going to be on the Bears this weekend. I'm actually going to play that <laughs> on Friday. She is Kay Costable, host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Follow her on Twitter and TikTok as well. Kate, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. You bet. I like that Washington play a lot. Mm, she makes a lot of very good points about Washington taking on Stanford. So maybe I'll be on that as well. But the one game I'm definitely on, I decided early on this week is I am taking the Bears because I don't think there's any reason why whatsoever the Chargers should be laying a number like that. Yeah, it's more of a fate of the Chargers than it is trusting yes. Tyson Bajant. It's wild oh. to me how we see these quarterbacks in the NFL come out of nowhere from like these D3 schools. What happens to some of these like big name college quarterbacks? It's still crazy to me that we see like Tyson Bajant as opposed to like some of these quarterbacks that were actually very good in college. Like I know the NFL is so different, but do you ever think about that? Oh, absolutely. It's it it, it would be a hell of a story, but I will also say the number of quarterbacks that have succeeded after coming from that level is just extremely small. Even D1 quarterbacks have a hard time making it so I'd love to see him make the jump. You never know, but the odds probably against him. Coming up next year on the show, there's no baseball tonight. Chelsea, what in the world are you going to bet on? We're going to answer that question and more with our favorite plays Oh, the night. It is the Daily Tip from MQL presented by BetMGM. Stay right there. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Ah, that's how we finish up a show. 
Wednesday on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. She's Chelsea. I'm Jinx. We're live across the country from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the East, Monday through Friday. A little wagertainment. Hoping to make sure you have a good time while placing your bets. Chelsea, I feel like you're in the same mindset this morning that I am, which is, all right, I got to bet on something. But the NBA is just starting, so I'm not crazy about that. I didn't have time to look at a hockey bet. I did go one-on-one in the NHL last night, but there's no baseball. So if I didn't have to bet today, I probably wouldn't. I like my pick okay, but I feel like you're in the same boat. Yeah, same. If I didn't have to bet today for the show, I would not be betting. So now you guys have the Surgeon General's warning about our picks we're like you know a pack of cigarettes so you know what you're getting into if you're gonna tell us it might be bad for your health at what point are you going to bet on the nba because baseball look we got the fall classic coming up and then after that what's that we'll have to like at some point baseball is gonna run out like that's That's been my cash cow over the last two weeks but baseball is gonna come to an end Eventually, we will have college basketball, but, you know, I bet on the NBA last year. It wasn't as profitable as baseball was for me, but you got to do it, and it'll just take me more time to come up with these picks. I think that's the thing. Baseball just comes so easy to me. Not that it's Mm -hmm. easy to win at betting. It's just I have to do less groundwork because I already know kind of the the players and the teams and their tendencies. So it's just I have to do less research to kind of find my plays. In the NBA, I think it's going to take a lot of work. College basketball is always a ton of work because it's new rosters, it's new teams, and there is so much turnover. Uh, But the NBA, my main problem with the NBA is just there are always, like, the worst things that you just groan at. Like, yesterday, the fact that Bradley Beal was sitting out, we didn't know that when we started the show. So that's another thing that puts us in a really tough position. We do a morning show, and there are so many things that come out during the day for the NBA that can really influence your handicap if you knew that information when you were making your bet. No, that's a really good point. And especially, I think more than any other sport, and please correct me if I'm wrong, isn't the NBA the worst at that where guys and the whole load management thing, which has been an issue forever, like even LeBron last night, and Darvin Ham said, well, this is part of the plan, only played 29 minutes. So I'm not saying that that's a reason why that the Nuggets covered the number. But ultimately, the NBA, when, with these guys either sitting out on a minutes restriction, those are things you don't find out about until sometimes a couple hours, maybe an hour before game time. Yeah, or somebody has a tummy ache or they're dehydrated. <laughs> So, like, that's the other thing. It's just, like, the NBA has so many updates that you'll see that just make your eyes roll back in the back of your head. So that's another reason why I don't particularly love betting on the NBA. But you know what? We're going to try our best. We are going to do it. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus will join the show and talk NFL with the crew. If you missed our conversation with BetQL's Lucy Burge and why Eminem is her hero, why she actually did a speech about Eminem when she was in elementary school and all things pop culture. You can download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your pods. And, of course, we talk about everything happening in the fall classic and college football, pro football as well. Whatever you like, you can download it wherever you get your pods. Chelsea, let's give the people some dubs. Time to place your bets. 
Oh, I love it. I look down, and I not only see an NBA bet, I see a bet on Ben Simmons. Ooh, we're starting off hot. Like I said, I don't want to bet on anything today, but if we're going to bet on something, let's at least make it interesting. So go ahead, grab your popcorn, and sit right down and witness the comeback tour of Ben Simmons 2.0, uh, the much-aligned Nets player. I'm going to take his rebounds plus assist line. It's 13 and a half. And I'm taking the over for plus money, plus 105, because Ben Simmons in the preseason has looked, hmm, dare I say, like a version of his old self, the good version that was, you know, dishing out dimes and pulling down rebounds. Because here's the thing with this number. It feels like you're kind of getting a bargain here because not only did he hit this in each of the last three preseason games, he was only playing 22, 23, and 29 minutes in those games. In the first regular season game, one would think the minutes would go up and he has even more of a chance to get a higher number here. Plus, for the Cavs, who the Nets are playing tonight, Jared Allen down low is going to be out for this game. That takes away a really good defender. I think Ben Simmons can get this number. I'm not banking on him to shoot the ball. I'm banking on him to rebound and pull down the assists. He led the preseason. Uh, I believe in assists of any player in the NBA. So uh, let's go Ben Simmons over rebounds plus assists over 13 and a half for plus 105. Just a good luck in the association. I still don't have the guts to bet on it just yet, but like we were talking about, it's only a matter of time. I'm going to the college ranks, college football, Jacksonville State, minus seven at minus 132. Find the hook at FIU. Now, this is really about strength versus weakness which might sound a little bit trite but that really is the handicap here jacksonville state wants to run the football they should be able to do it with zion webb their dual threat guy even though sometimes they have a rotation of quarterback guess who is head coach of jacksonville state by the way rich rodriguez rich rod remember him chelsea holy lord oh, i had yeah. no idea oh yeah well rich rod and that jacksonville state offense last week racked up 484 yards of total offense against Western Kentucky. They do it on the ground. Now, the Panthers, FIU, they are awful defensively. 117th overall, 113th when trying to stop teams on the ground. So it is strength versus weakness. All the Gamecocks need to do, it's their only issue, is they need to hold on to the football. If they do, their ground game will be too much for FIU. And they're 5-2-1 and one against the number this season. Jacksonville minus 7 is the play in Conference USA. And did I know they play in Conference USA? No, I found it out about 10 minutes ago. Uh, I covered Zion Webb in high school. Haven't heard that oh, name really? in a hot minute. He went to Phoenix City's Central High School, which also produced Justin Ross, who was the star receiver at Clemson. I believe oh, he wow. plays in the NFL now for somebody. Maybe it's for the Chiefs. I think he got in trouble recently. Maybe it was him. I don't know. Maybe I'm spreading rumors. But now let's get to the third member of our Best Bets crew, the Magic 8-Ball. Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> All right, 8-Ball. Moment of truth. Ben Simmons over rebounds plus assists. Over 13 and a half. Will this bet be a winner? 8-Ball says, Outlook, 
Not so good. Hmm, not a believer in Ben Simmons, mm. are we? Well, that well. makes a lot of people. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So how about Jacksonville State laying seven on the road at FIU in college football? A-ball says, outlook good. Oh, oh, well, excuse me. Let me tighten it up here. Thank you, A-ball. By the way, not only do we showcase the A-ball each and every day, we stream all of the shows on the BetQL Network. Chelsea is modeling it. She was modeling it. You missed it. You got to get on there. Twitch.tv slash BetQL. Twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chelsea, that's it. We're both going one play tonight, right? Yeah, nah. NBA, let's just dip our toe in the water. Yeah, that's a no from us, dog. Okay, BetQL, five-star best bet time. I'm telling you, you got to do it. If you want to become a more informed better, a smarter better, a more successful better, download the BetQL app. You get trends, you get articles, you get analysis, you get computer metrics, everything you need to help win your bets. Download the BetQL app. All right, let's check in on the BetQL mainframe at the Red Roof Inn in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, couple of NBA bets tonight. Heat minus nine hosting the Pistons and Clippers minus nine hosting the Blazers. We'll see how that plays out. The Donkster and the computer 0 for 3 this week. They could use a win. Let's find out what's coming up next on BetQL Daily and bring in our friend Aaron Hawksworth. Aaron Good morning to you on this Women of Wager Team Wednesday. What are you guys talking about? And do you have the guts yet to bet on the NBA? So I did yesterday, but it's crazy. My props that I research at like 8 a.m., the numbers completely changed by the time we got to lightning bets. So I'm now going to probably pick my bets during the show when it comes to NBA. I'll probably (laughs) actually place them, but you don't want to give out like, crazy minus money bets as your best bets of the day so it's a little tricky yeah. in the nba but uh did very well plus money on a Jokic triple double that's one of my favorite bets probably won't be plus money for very long i mean that guy is on the floor he's probably getting a triple double yeah yeah so what about tonight are you betting on the nba again uh, probably not. I haven't looked at anything NBA yet, but like I said, sometimes I just research my bets in the breaks and come up. I'll say I'll have like one or two bets and then all of a sudden I have five because I'm crazy like that. Been there. <laughs> Been there, my friend. I get talked into because that's the thing. For selfish reasons, we have guests on the show and I'm like, huh, you've convinced me. Guess I will add that to the card. Isn't that the greatest part yeah. of having guests on the show? You can steal their bets. It- Exactly, like Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm like, I'm going to take it easy. And then I'm like, how do I have six bets? Like I said, I wasn't going to do this today. <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'll have right. you on. I'll have Kate on, and I'll be like, I think I'll just tell those guys. What do you got out on the show? Brad Spielberger. So I we're doing some power rankings today, like who can challenge the Chiefs. And I'm having a tough time with this Jalen Hurts injury, so I can't wait to ask him about that. We've got Kelly Ford on college football. Don't love the board this week. And then Sean Zarillo on the World Series. He's always good. So packed show today. Okay, looking forward to that. Sean knows his stuff as well. All right, Aaron, thanks so much. We appreciate it, and good luck on your bets as always. That's going to do it for us here on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Thanks so much for spending your Wednesday morning with us. She's Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. If you have the guts... 
to go out and lay a big card tonight in the NBA. Tip of the cap because we're going to get there soon enough. Have a great Wednesday. See you tomorrow. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. 